Hi everybody. We're reading Dragon Master's Flight of the Moon Dragon. Number six. In the Dragon Master series by Tracy West. Chapter one. Saving the Dragonstone. I'm really worried about the Dragonstone, said Drake. Six Dragon Masters sat around a dining table in King Roland's castle. Five of them lived in the castle. Drake, Bo, Rory, Anna, and Petra. Haru, the sixth dragon master, lived in the land of the pyramids. The dragonstone had chosen each of them to connect with the dragons. Haru had flown a long way on Wati, his dragon. Wati was resting in the dragon caves, and Haru had brought important news. The prime dragonstone is dying. You're right to be worried, Drake, said Haru. We must quickly find the prime stone so that we can save it. That is why I came here. My family thinks you and your friends can help us. Wait, what exactly is the prime dragonstone? Bo asked. Haru looked down. The green stone hung from a cord around his neck. Each of the others wore a stone just like it. We each wear a piece of the dragonstone to connect with our dragons, Haru explained. All of our smaller stones come from the prime stone. So is the prime stone huge? asked Anna who was also from the land of the pyramids. I think so, said Haru, but I have never seen it. It has been kept inside a secret pyramid for many years. A scroll tells us that it will take six dragons to enter the pyramid, but first we must find it. Just then, Griffith, the wizard, walked into the room. I've spoken to King Roland, he said. I asked if you all may go to the land of the pyramids. He will tell us soon but I will stay here and look for a way to save the Dragonstone. The king has to say yes, said Rory. If the Dragonstone dies, we won't be able to connect with our dragons anymore. Petra, the newest Dragon Master, turned to Haru. If you've never seen the Prime Stone, then how do you know it is dying, she asked. Our family has a larger piece of the stone, just like Griffith does, Haru explained. Its glow keeps fading, and lately I have had trouble connecting with Wati. Those are the signs that the prime stone is weakening. As Haru spoke, Drake's own dragonstone started to flicker. It wasn't glowing strong like it usually did when Worm's earth dragon communicated with him. But still, Drake heard his dragon's voice inside his head. Come, said Worm. It is, and then the voice stopped. It's Worm, Drake said. It sounds like something is wrong, but he didn't finish his message. We must go to the caves. The dragon masters rushed down the long staircase that led to the dragon caves. Drake ran up to Worm, a brown dragon with tiny wings and a body like a snake. What's wrong? Drake asked. Worm nodded toward the cave of Vulcan, Rory's fire dragon. The dragon was snorting and pawing the ground. Vulcan, Rory cried. She ran to him. What's the matter? His connection to you is getting weaker, Griffith explained. Vulcan may be feeling confused and scared. Rory reached through the bars of the cave and patted her dragon's nose. Hang in there, Vulcan, she said. We will find a way to save the dragonstone. Griffith, Simon, a castle guard, said as he marched in. King Roland agrees that the dragon master should go to the land of the pyramids. They must leave at once. Chapter 2. The Dragon Temple Excellent, Griffith said. You are off to the land of the pyramids. My parents will be waiting for us when we arrive, said Haru. It sounds like a very long trip, said Petra. She twisted a blonde curl around her finger. Are we going to fly there? No, we will have Worm's power to get us there quickly, explained Haru. 
Anna's dark eyes shone with excitement. Worm can get us there in a blink of an eye, she said. Can Worm take all of us and our dragons, Petra asked. Drake nodded. First I'll tell him where to go. Then if everyone touches their dragon and then touches Worm, we will, he will get us there. Everyone, please get your dragons ready, Griffith said. The dragon masters quick, moved quickly. Rory brought out Vulcan, who was calmer now. Anna let out her shimmering white sun dragon Capri. Rue took out Wati, a black moon dragon, who's Capri's twin. Bo, Blue's water dragon Shu, followed him out of the cave. Petra stepped out with Zira, her hydra, a four-headed dragon. I thought it was five-headed dragon before. Mm. Nope, just four-headed. Okay. Drake talked to Worm. Worm, can you take us to Haru's temple in the land with the pyramids, he asked. Worm nodded, and Drake led him out of the cave. I will join you as soon as I can, Griffith told them. I trust that you will find the stone, and I hope that the key to saving it is somewhere in my books. All right, everybody, Drake called out. Touch your dragon, then touch Worm. The dragon masters obeyed. Worm closed his eyes. His body started to glow. Then... Whoosh! Green light exploded in the caves. When it faded, they weren't in the caves anymore. They were outside. A bright moon shone on a sh stone temple. There were two dragon statues, one on each side of the door. A man and a woman ran out of the temple. Haru, you're back, said the woman. And you have brought help, said the man. Very good. Welcome to the land of the pyramids, dragon masters. Everybody, this is Tarek, my dad, and Sarah, my mom. Haru said, introducing the dragon masters to his parents. Then six men wearing white tunics and pants rushed out of the temple. These workers will take your dragons inside, Tarek said. We don't want curious villagers coming here. We have important work to do. Sarah clapped her hands. Come, she said. We must go to the temple's secret chamber. Chapter 3. A Clue we are the keepers of the ancient secrets of the dragons, Tarek announced as the dragon masters walked through the temple. These secrets have been passed down in our family for years. Torches lit the halls of the temple. Pictures of the dragons were carved into the walls. They went downstairs and came to a room full of dragon statues. Sarah walked to a statue with sparkly green eyes. These look like dragon stones, Bo said. Sarah smiled and removed one of the stones. The wall in front of her slid open. She waved for everyone to follow her. The secret chamber was filled with shelves loaded with scrolls and books. The message is clear, said Tarek. It will take six dragons to find the stone. That is why we need your help. One flying dragon to find the pyramid, Drake repeated. Does that mean that the pyramid can only be seen from the sky? Sarah nodded. Haru has searched with Wati many times, but it has not found the secret pyramid yet, she said. I will search again tonight, said Haru. Wati can hold one more rider. Drake and Rory's hand shut up. I'll go, they both said. Haru grinned. Drake beat you by one second, Rory. Yay, Drake cheered. Rory frowned. Why can't we all fly with our dragons and look for the pyramid, she asked. A dark dragon like Wati can fly at night without being seen, Tarek explained. Haru turned to Drake. Let's go find the pyramid of the seven dragons, he said. Good luck, Anna called out. Chapter 4 Wati, look out! 
Drake ran outside with Haru. The temple workers had brought Wati there. The boys climbed onto the moon dragon's saddle. Haru patted Wati's neck. Wati, please fly to the pyramids. Wati flapped his wings and took off into the air. The moon lit up in the villages below. The rows of houses gave way to the sands of the desert. We must look at all the pyramids from above, said Haru. Keep an eye out for anything that could tell us which one is the Pyramid of the Seven Dragons. Drake looked down. Dozens of pyramids were scattered across the sand. Three of them had pointy gold caps that glittered in the moonlight. Maybe it's one of the shiny ones, Drake suggested. They look important. Haru nodded and steered Wati toward the nearest one. Drake looked at the pyramid closely. It had a smooth stone sides and a gold tip, but nothing said that it was the Pyramid of the Seven Dragons. Wati, the next one, Haru called out. They flew to the second gold-tipped pyramid and the third, but they all looked pretty much the same. These are not what we are looking for, said Haru. They flew over more pyramids. They all had smooth stone walls. Drake frowned. I don't see anything special about these pyramids, he said. We must keep searching, said Haru. Wachi soared across the desert. He flew over another pyramid. Drake looked at it. The walls were smooth. Then, I see something, Drake exclaimed. That pyramid has squiggly lines carved in the stone. Do you see them? Yes, said Haru. I did not notice them before. Wachi, take us closer. Wachi swooped down. He circled the pyramid. Drake gasped. There were dark lines on each side of the pyramid. Alone, they didn't look like anything. But when Wati and Drake circled the pyramid, It is the dragon symbol from the scroll, Haru cried. We have found the pyramid of the seven dragons. Then Drake heard a rumble in the sky. He looked up. Dark clouds floated overhead. A storm is coming, he said. We should get back. Wati, take us home, Haru said. But Wati kept flying around the pyramid. Wati, stop, Haru yelled. But the moon dragon didn't listen. Haru looked down at the dragon stone. My stone is fl flickering, he gasped. Boom, the thunder crashed. The lightning shot out from the storm cloud. We're flying right into the lightning, Drake yelled. Chapter 5. Six Dragons, Six Masters. Haru pulled tightly on Wati's neck to steer him away from the lightning bolt. Then the moon dragon flew back to the temple as soft rain fell. Drake and Haru climbed off Wati's back. Haru's parents and the other dragon masters ran up to them. Did you find the pyramid, Rory asked? Yes, Drake replied. But Wati became confused out there, like Vulcan did back in the caves. My stone was flickering, explained Haru. Wati couldn't follow my directions, and we almost got struck by lightning. Tarek nodded. We are glad that you are safe. Your connections with your dragons are really weakening now. It is good that you found the pyramid so quickly. There is no time to waste, added Sarah. You must all go there at once to find the stone. The other dragons were brought outside. The dragon masters touched their dragons, then touched Worm. Drake pictured the pyramid with the dragon symbol in his mind. Worm, take us there, he said. Whoosh, in a flash, Worm took everyone to the pyramid of the seven dragons. Drake gazed at the tall pyramid in front of them. Now we have to figure out how to get inside, he said. That looks like a door, said Anna, walking up to the big stone shaped like a rectangle. Rory pushed on the stone. It didn't open. How does it open? Petra studied the door. There were six symbols carved on it. Maybe these are a clue, she said. Drake looked at the symbols. He saw a moon, a fire, a sun, a drop of water. There was a round symbol 
that looked like a rock, and there was a skull. Wait a second, Drake said. Those look like the powers of our dragons, Rory said with him. Petra touched the skull. That's the symbol for poison. Maybe if I push on it, the door will open. She pushed on the skull. Nothing happened. These are six symbols and six us, said Bo. Maybe each of us needs to touch the symbol that matches our dragon. He touched the water drop. Anna touched the sun. Haru touched the moon. Drake touched the rock. Rory touched the flame. And Petra touched the skull again. All six stones pushed in. The door slid open. Hurry, said Haru. We must find the dragon stone and save it before it is too late. Chapter 6 The Rules of the Pyramid All six dragon masters and their dragons rushed into the pyramid. The door slammed down behind them. Capri, light, please, said Anna. The sun dragon opened her mouth and the sunlight poured in. Drake looked around. There was a large stone in the middle of the room. Words were carved into it. Haru read them out loud. I just realized something odd, said Bo. The rhyme calls for six dragons, but this pyramid is called the Pyramid of Seven Dragons. And why does it say we'll be confined? Petra asked, does that mean we'll be trapped inside this pyramid? It sure sounds that way, said Rory. War may be able to help us, said Haru. How? Drake asked. My family studies all kinds of dragons, Haru replied. Earth dragon scales have power. If we each take a scale, Worm can transport us all out of here after one of us reaches the stone. Drake looked at Worm. Will that work? he asked. Drake's dragon stone began to glow. He heard the answer and said, It will work. You may take my scales. So here's what the, what the stone says. Inside these walls are six secret rooms, and each room is a clue to unwind. Choose one dragon to solve each puzzle, then leave the dragon and master behind. Think with care before each choice is made, or forever you may be confined. When one dragon and master remain, then at last the prime stone they will find. Wait. How will you know when Worm is going to transport us? Bo asked. I will know when it is time to leave. Then I will tell the other dragons, Worm said. Worm will tell the dragons when it is time, Drake repeated. Just stay close to your dragon. He stroked Worm, looking for those scales. He gently pulled out five scales and gave one to each dragon master. Thanks, said Rory. Now what do we do? I think the rhyme tells us what to do, said Bo. Each of our dragons must have the power to get us out of one room and into the next. Capri shone her light around the room as the dragon masters looked for a way out. They saw four walls made up of stones, but no door. So which dragon gets us out of this room? Anna asked. Chapter 7. The Pipe in the Wall I don't see a door anywhere, Rory said. We need to find the door to figure out which dragon can open it, Bo said. Petra studied one wall. What about this smooth area? There are smaller stones all around it. Drake pushed on the smooth stone. It didn't move. This could be a way out, he said, but there must be a special way to open it. I don't see any symbols this time, said Anna. Only one of our dragons can get us out of here, Haru said, so we must think about our dragon's powers. Which power could remove this stone? Vulcan is the strongest, Roy bragged. He could push right through that. I don't think that's a good idea, Anna said. Remember that time Vulcan tried to push through the stone and the tunnel collapsed around us?
Petra looked up. We don't want the whole pyramid falling on us. I don't think Vulcan is the answer here, said Drake. He thought about when the tunnel collapsed. Worm had moved big rocks using his mind power. Worm can move stone, Drake said. Worm's powers could probably get us out of any room, said Petra, so we might need to save him for something no other dragon can do. Drake nodded. Good point. Bo was looking above the smooth door. A stone pipe was sticking out of the wall. Maybe the pipe is a clue, guessed Bo. Pipes carry water, and Shu was a water dragon. Drake understood. Do you think Shu could shoot water into the pipe? Yes, of course, said Bo. Drake felt a pang at the thought of leaving Bo behind first. You have worm scale, right? he asked. Bo nodded. Drake took a deep breath. Okay, so let's see if Shu can open this door. Bo's dragonstone glowed. Shu, please shoot water through the, that pipe. Shu shot a stream of water right into the pipe. After a few seconds, the smooth part of the wall began to rise. It's working, Rory cried. The door stayed open as Shu continued to shoot water. Hurry, get through the door, Drake yelled. Everyone dashed through the door with their dragons. Drake looked back at Bo and Shu. We'll be fine, Bo called out as Shu's water stream slowed down. Good luck. Then the door slammed shut. Chapter 8 The Vines Capri moved her head from side to side, shining sunlight around the second room. This time, the Dragon Masters and their dragons could clearly see the way out, a big round rock blocking an opening in the wall. Vulcan could try to push it, Rory said. First, we need to know more about what we're dealing with, said Petra. Drake heard drip, drip, drip. Quiet, everyone, he said. What's that sound coming from? Capri shone the light on a big rock stone pot set a few feet from the big rock. The dragon masters crept closer to the pot. Vines were carved into the sides of the pot. Inside, the pot was filled with dirt. Then Drake looked up. Boom. A pipe stuck out from the ceiling. It was dripping water into the dirt. This pipe must be connected to the last room, said Drake. Anna smiled. Plants need water to grow, but they need sunlight too, she said. Of course, said Petra. Anna turned to Capri. Please shine your light inside the pot, she said. Golden light poured from the sun dragon's mouth. It hit the dirt in the pot, and the dirt began to stir. A small green shoot sprang up. It's working, Rory cheered. The green shoot grew into a thick vine. The vine grew out of the pot. More vines grew, and they snaked away from Capri. Across the floor toward a big, round rock. As they grew, they pushed the rock. They opened the doorway. That's good, Capri, Anna said. The dragon stopped shining her light on the vines, but they kept growing, and they started to fill the opening of the door. We must hurry, said Haru. Drake, Rory, Petra, and Haru ran through the door with their dragons. The vines were going bigger and bigger, and the dragon masters had to squeeze past them. Drake looked back at Anna. He could see her and Capri through the tangle of vines. Wati let out a sad cry. Anna waved. Keep going. We'll be okay, she called out. Then the vines closed off the doorway completely. Without Capri's sunlight, the third room was very dark. Vulcan fire, Rory said. Two flames danced out of Vulcan's nostrils. They cast a glow around the room. The vines had chased them into this new room. They were growing fast. They spread out along the walls. I see a door. Get there before the vines block it, Drake yelled, pointing to the far wall. They raced across the room, but the vines reached the far wall before the dragon masters did. The big, thick vines blocked the door. 
We're trapped, Petra cried. Chapter 9. Four Dragons Left Drake tried to think fast. He looked around the third room. The vines covered every inch of the walls. Time for a bonfire, said Rory. Vulcan? Wait, Rory, Haru cried. That can be dangerous. We have no way to put out a fire. Rory's face turned pale. I forgot we left Shu behind, she said. I have an idea, said Petra. Zero's poison can melt rocks. I bet it could kill these vines. Good thinking, Petra, Drake cried. So I will ask her to spray the vines with poison where we saw the door, Petra said. Then you can open it, Haru nodded. That's right. Petra bit her lip. What if Zero sprays somebody by mistake, she asked. Drake knew why she was worried. Zero's poison had accidentally hit both him and King Roland. It had made them very sick. We'll stay out of the way, he said. Tell Zira to aim carefully and make sure your stone is glowing. Petra nodded. Okay, she said. She looked down at her stone, which was glowing brightly. Zira, aim straight ahead. Kill those vines. The hydra's four heads reared back. Liquid poison shot from each of her four mouths and sprayed the vines. The vines withered and turned brown. They fell to the floor, and everyone could see the door again. Rory ran to the door and easily pushed it open. Let's go, she called out. Haru and Wati hurried after her. Drake followed, looking back at Petra. She waved to him with a brave smile on her face. Petra and Zira, Anna and Capri, Bo and Shu, all of them were trapped. Drake had promised that Worm could save them all. He looked down at his dragonstone. I hope the prime stone doesn't die before Worm can get us all out, he thought. Chapter 10 Fire Drake, Rue, and Rory looked around the fourth room. Vulcan's flames lit up the darkness. Drake could see lots of thick ropes hanging down from the high ceiling. Then he spotted a door across the room. The door was made up of a thin stone slab and a rope connected to the door, a heavy stone. A cube that dangled above the floor. Another rope connected to the cube to a metal loop sticking out of the wall. All right. This must be Vulcan's challenge, Rory said. He needs to burn the rope that connects the cube to the metal loop, right? She pointed to the rope attached to the hanging cube. Good thinking, Haru replied. Then the cube will fall, and when it does, the door will lift up. Just be careful, Rory, Drake said. Make sure Vulcan burns through the only one of that rope, or all those ropes on the ceiling will go up in flames. Rory rolled her eyes. You sound like Griffith, she said. I am so good at controlling Vulcan now. I can ask him to make a big flame or just a really tiny one. Rory pointed. Vulcan, burn that rope, she cried. Her dragon stone glowed bright green at first, but then it flickered and went out. Vulcan roared. He reared back a fireball shot from his mouth. The flames hit the ropes hanging above them. Within seconds, the ropes on the ceiling caught fire. Chapter 11, Glow in the Dark. Vulcan, no, Rory yelled, shielding her eyes from the flames. Haru hopped on Wati's back. He whispered to the dragon. Wati flew up and spread his wings, smothering the flames on the ceiling. Wati flew back down. Good job, Wati, said Haru. And look, said Drake, the rope attached to the cube wasn't hit. Rory's dragonstone was glowing very bright brightly now. 
Rory, quick, ask Vulcan to try again, Drake cried, but Rory looked scared. It wasn't your fault, Haru said. Your stone was weak, but it's bright green now. Rory looked down at her stone. She patted her dragon's neck. Try again, Vulcan, she said. Just a small flame on that rope over there. This time, Vulcan hit the right spot. The flame burned through the rope, and the cube stone dropped. The stone door lifted up. Drake, Karu, Wati, and Worm raced through it. Then a spark hit the rope, connecting the cube to the door. The rope burned quickly. Save that dragon stone, Rory called after them as the door slammed shut. The fifth room was very dark. Worm, can you glow? Drake asked. Worm glowed a faint green. Drake could see the outline of the door. It was the symbol of a crescent moon above it, but that was it. It looks like a moon dragon will have to open this door, Drake said. Haru nodded. Wati, moonlight, please. A ribbon of dark light streamed from Wati's mouth. It looked like a rainbow made of blue, black, and purple. The light lit up the wall in front of them. Drake gasped. Glowing pictures appeared on the door. The ancient writing didn't show up under Worm's glow, said Drake. Wati's moonlight made it show up. Haru read the message. It says, I must read the rhyme out loud to open the door, he said. When it opens, you and Worm must pass through. Drake's stomach flip-flopped. He suddenly realized he would be moving on alone. I thought maybe you would be the last one, he said to Haru. You can do this, Drake, Haru told him. Whatever you find in that room, you and Worm will handle. I have faith in both of you. Drake looked at Worm. Ready, he asked. Worm nodded. Haru read the rhyme aloud. A water dragon was dragon one. Dragon two was of the sun. Dragon three was poison green. A fire dragon was forth to be seen. Dragon five was of the moon. Will the earth dragon get them all out soon? As Haru said the words, the door slid open. Dragon Worm entered the sixth room, and the door closed behind them. Chapter 12 A Puzzle Drake and Worm stood alone in the darkness. It's so dark in here, Drake whispered. Worm's body began to glow green light again. Drake could see six large stone balls in the center of the room, placed in a circle. They looked perfectly round and smooth. Beyond them on the wall was a stone door. Above it, carved into the stone, was a line of six holes. Do you think these stone balls go into those holes above the door, Worm? Drake asked. Drake heard voice, Worm's voice in his head. Yes. Drake walked over to one of the stones. He put his arms around it. It was so heavy. These are too heavy for me to move, thought Drake. But Worm can move them with his mind. Drake looked at the stones. Each one had a symbol on it, just like the symbols on the front door. There was a moon, a sun, a water, drop, a flame, a rock, a skull. Next, Drake looked at the holes above the door. He didn't see any symbols on them. How will I know which stone goes where? There must be a special way they need to go in, Drake said. Then he remembered the words from the rhyme that Haru had just read. A water dragon was one, Drake repeated. That's it. I bet the stones go into the wall in the same order as we cross through the pyramid. So the stone with the water drop goes first. Ready, Worm? Worm nodded. The stone with the water drop glowed green. It floated up, and it fit perfectly in the first hole above the door. 
dragon, too, was the one of the sun, Drake said, remembering the rhyme. The stone with the sun symbol glowed. It floated up and slid into the second hole. Great job, worm, Drake said. Zero was the third dragon, so the poison symbol is next. Worm lifted the stone with the skull symbol, then the stone with the flame, then the stone with the moon. One more worm, Drake cheered. Worm's body glowed, and the stone with the rock symbol on it slowly rose up. It floated to the final hole above the door. Creak! The door lifted up. We did it, cheered Drake. Worm crawled through the doorway with Drake. They entered the seventh room. Suddenly, Worm sank to the ground. His glow faded. Worm, Drake cried. What's wrong? Worm didn't answer. Worm, Drake looked around the room. The towering... Above them was the prime dragon stone. Light poured from the huge green stone, blinking on and off. But the dragon stone was not the only thing in the room. On the floor next to it was a golden egg. The egg was as big as Drake. Sparks sizzled and jumped all around it. Whoa, what kind of egg is it? Drake asked. The prime dragon stone. Drake looked at the egg up and down. The egg looked alive. Golden lightning bolts of energy shot out. The prime dragonstone was pale green now. Drake could tell it was weaker than ever. Then he noticed that the stream of green light sizzled between the dragonstone and the egg. It connected them. As the stone got dimmer, the egg got brighter. It looks like this egg is taking energy from the dragonstone, Drake said. He looked at Worm. A stream of green light flowed between Worm and the egg. The egg was taking energy from Worm, too. What am I supposed to do now, Drake wondered. We came so far to find the dragonstone. Now it's my job to save it, but I don't know how, Drake said out loud. And even if I did, how will we get out of here if Worm has no energy? Think, Drake, think, he told himself. The egg was taking energy from the dragonstone and Worm, so maybe all he had to do was move the egg away from them to break the connection. Push it away, but will it hurt the egg if I move it? Drake took a careful step toward the egg. The hair on his arm stood up. The air was crackling with energy. He slowly moved his hand toward the egg. It felt the tips of his fingers tingle. Ow, he yelled, pulling back his hand. He couldn't push the egg. He might get hurt. If Worm had energy, he could transport it, but... Crack! Suddenly, the egg started to break apart. The lightning bolts of energy jumped toward Drake. Worm's eyes shot open. Worm's whole body glowed bright green, and the dragonstone was glowing brightly, too. Golden light from inside the egg filled the room. Worm quickly wrapped his body around Drake to protect him. Drake shielded his eyes, and the light became light brighter and brighter, and almost blinded Drake. Whoosh! Worm and Drake disappeared from the pyramid. Chapter 14 Look into the Sky Drake felt dizzy. He slowly realized that he and Worm were outside the pyramid, and all of his friends were too. All of their dragonstones were glowing so brightly that the dragon masters couldn't look right at them. Worm got us out, Rory cried. Good job, Worm, Anna cheered. What happened in the last room? Haru asked. Did you save the stone? I, I'm not sure, said Drake. There was this egg, and it was taking energy from the prime dragonstone. Then it hatched in front of me, and the stone glowed really bright. Look, Petra yelled. 
Golden lightning bolts were shooting out of the side of the pyramid. Then a dragon flew right through the wall, like the wall wasn't there. Bo's mouth dropped open. What kind of dragon can slide through walls? That must be what hatched from the egg, Drake realized. It wasn't a big dragon. It looked like a baby compared to the other dragons. Its scales were shimmering gold color, and its whole body sparked with energy. The dragon flew wildly. It looked like it didn't know which way to go. It's just a baby, cried Anna. Haru's eyes were wide. That's a lightning dragon, he said. I have read about it in the scrolls, but I have never seen one. Drake heard Worm inside his head. We must help him. Worm says we have to help the dragon, repeated Drake. But what if he's dangerous, said Bo. Remember, he almost killed the dragonstone. Right at that moment, a bolt of lightning shot out from the confused baby dragon. It hit a palm tree and fried it. Startled, the baby dragon let out a cry. Then he flew away across the night sky. No, come back, Anna yelled. But the baby dragon was gone in a flash. Chapter 15 Dragon on the Loose The dragon masters and their dragons went back to the temple. Tariq and Sarah were waiting for them. Workers ran out to take the dragons. Our dragon stone glowed brightly a minute ago, Tarek said. You must have saved the prime stone. We found the stone, but it didn't need our help after all, Drake said. Anna frowned. There was a baby dragon who needed our help, but he flew away. A baby lightning dragon, said Haru. Tarek and Sarah looked at each other. It sounds like you have quite a story to tell, Tarek said. Let's go inside. They went to the dining room of the temple. Sarah brought the tired dragon master's tea and little cakes, dripping with honey. Suddenly there was a poof of smoke. Griffith appeared in the room with his wizard friend, Diego. We have news, said Griffith. Tell them, Diego. Every 10,000 years, the energy in the prime dragonstone creates a dragon made of energy, explained Diego. It's called a lightning dragon, and its egg takes energy from the stone. It's true, said Drake. I saw it happening. Then the dragon masters told their story. So the dragonstone created this dragon, Rory asked? Griffith nodded. It looks that way. The dragonstone became weak because it was feeding energy to the egg. But now that the egg is hatched, the stone's power should be strong again. At least for another 10,000 years, Petra added. That's why the pyramid is called the Pyramid of the Seven Dragons, said Bo. The lightning dragon is the seventh dragon. Sarah nodded. That makes sense. He's just a baby, Anna reminded everyone. He's all alone out there with no family. He must be afraid, said Bo. And he's shooting out energy like crazy, added Rory. He could hurt somebody. Haru frowned. It will not be easy for the dragon like that to stay secret. Drake had another thought. What if somebody bad gets the lightning dragon, he asked. Griffith stood up. You were all correct. We must act fast to find this dragon and keep him safe. Drake looked at his friends. They had saved the dragon stone. Right now he felt like they could tackle anything. We can do it, said Drake. We will work together to find the lightning dragon. The end.